Oh, yes. Good morning. Here's Elizabeth from the uh, Personal Development um, Group. Today, I'd like to talk about um, our attitude. Um, as I'm sitting here, outside is a bit sunny, although the weather is not that very uh, warm. I started to reflect about uh, what really stops us from progressing or what are those things that we do uh, that we may not be aware of, you know, obnoxiously not being aware of, that um, maybe these are the things that are our setbacks uh, because we're just, you know, bringing those negative auras into our lives. And no matter how hard you're trying, you're just finding yourself, uh, you're not moving a step ahead all the time. And it's not because you've not planned. It's not because you've not taken everything into consideration. It is just that uh, something about how you responsive to the people or the community around you seem to be the reason maybe why you are not moving uh, forward. And that is the, the, the thing I'm trying to get to is uh, attitude. Uh, there is this uh, inspirational quote which says, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere until you change it. This is so true. You can, you know, you, you can have a wonderful, fantastic plan on, you know, on doing something and get it, it, getting it off the ground, wanting to get it off the ground. And you have everything in place. You thought of the plan, you thought of the strategies, you have your milestones, you have everything actually together. And for no reason, you find yourself anytime you take a step, you have a feeling there is somebody who is throwing something, you know, like under your legs, a trip making you to trip, or it is too skiddy, you're climbing up and you find yourself skidding down. I call it attitude. There is nothing terrible like bad attitude. If you have an attitude, one that is, for example, has no respect for people uh, around you, for example, that is where I'd like to, to take this topic on today. And a good way of, a, a nice example is people that work for you, that you have employed, that you want to consider to be under you, and you want them also, the, the, the treatment that you're treating them is actually that one of, um, you know, impossible. You know, you, you don't recognize them, you don't see them as uh, human beings. And this is something that is we Africans really fall short of. And I'd like to go to those people who don't have voices uh, because there's an incident that I recently experienced and that has kept me, you know, uh, enraged to just note that. Um, uh, well, let me just go to this part. Um, Huma Sekela, the late Huma Sekela, Huma Sekela was a saxophonist. I think it was a trumpet. Yeah, he played a trumpet. Uh, a South African uh, play, uh, musician who died, um, uh, if not, he died last year. And when he was on a trip to Kenya, he visited the Kenyan uh, TV stations. And as they were talking about us embracing ourselves, you know, everybody embraces themselves to who they are. Um, he, he made a comment that preoccupied me and one that I, I tend to want to use every time is that, we Africans, we are the worst imitations of our oppressors. 
basically, when I look at the scope of this um, this statement, is that our oppressors pressed us. They used punity. They used languages and they used things to to make sure that they showed they were more superior and we are more inferior. But when they left, they left a space. They left a gap. And this gap was then filled with those people that most likely were nearer to them, saw how they were doing. And they filled this gap comfortably and also then went in and looked for those people they would want to consider their inferior. And having learned from the master, they went, they go on and, you know, one of one do the very same things master was doing to them, to their own people. Yet when they were fighting to get independence, these were some of the reasons that they were putting on the play, on the table that they didn't want to be treated like inferior, you know, like as if these people who came into the country owned the country, yet they found them there. So my, my, my problem is our attitude towards people that we want to put under us for whatever reasons. And uh, our attitude is the one that is going to bring us forward, depending on how we structure it. I'd like to give you another story, uh, which I had personally, and that is when I came to work in Germany, that is a long time ago, from, from Kenya, I was working at the exhibition in Dusseldorf, and I was living at a lady's place um, here on the nearer to the you know near to 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 the exhibition center and one morning i was walking to get into the tram and this lady that was really dressed to kill passed me and this was a morning that uh, i think the rubbish was being collected now that time i we didn't have such a system such um, a structured system i mean I, I do remember that we do have days then that rubbish was collected at our place but it, you know the scenario was very different but that is not what what i'm getting at what i'm getting at is the people that do this job um now this lady was walking she was really dressed to kill high on her pumps, on her high heels. She had a very executive-looking dress. She's beautiful, and uh, she's one of those people that, you know, when she'd walk into the room, you'd really notice. So she went past me and uh, was walking up much faster than me, obviously, because of my disability. And in front of me, I could see this guy who was removing the, the wheelies out of the house and you know, putting them on the pavement so that when the truck comes in, all they need to do is load those wheelies and empty them and put them back on the road. And this guy, I think, would be the one to pick it up. Now, I, I didn't know the system, but, I, you know, from observation, I'm known to be an observer. I could see that this was what they were doing. So this, they come in and at, at a point I could see they're going to cross paths. And instead of doing that, the lady stopped and greeted this guy. He removed his gloves and they were both talking to one another. More than the, the, the man greeted the girl. And I was terribly surprised. I was really taken aback that such a woman dressed, you know, like we say in, in Africa, dressed to kill, would allow somebody who picks up rubbish to, you know, to, to greet her. Simply because I come from a community where you'd ask yourself, why is this guy greeting me? Look at him and look at me, you know? And why on this particular day when I'm dressed like this, for God's sake, 
couldn't he have come on another day, greeted me maybe when I was in my pajamas, rollers on my head, uh, to mirror match the position he is in the society. So um, this thing preoccupied me when I went. I went back to the. I was at the stand, and my boss came from Austria. So I asked. I told him. You know, I explained to him this is this is what I've noticed and observed. So one thing he told me was that Elizabeth, the most humble people are those that do the jobs that we don't like. Because of them, the toilets are clean. We can go into the toilets. Because of them. There is no rubbish on our roads, on our pavements. We can naturally walk without falling, without getting ourselves hurt, without harms. Or, and our environment is clean and we look clean. We're proud of it. Now, these are the most, most people that we should humble ourselves to because they are the ones that are doing the most important part of the whole ecosystem that we have around us. Now, these words really occupied my brain to the, to the extent that I decided to migrate. I never came to this country by virtue of I needed to study, uh, I needed to do work or whatever. I decided for my own self because I observed the, the, uh, I observed inside me what was really, um, upsetting me from where I came from that I could not change. And I decided instead of, Apart from a lot of other things that I'm going to be eventually talking about in other podcasts. But what really made me decide to make that move amongst other things was that I wanted to live in a society where everybody respects the other for who they are. Everybody gives high regards, irrespective of whether you have your academic uh, you know, degrees or not. But because you are part and puzzle of this community and you belong to this community and we want to have you in this community and without you, this community will will not progress as it's supposed to progress. So these are some of the reasons that I, I, I came to this country simply because I really, really appreciated and loved, embraced this attitude of respect for one another. And the respect of one another is part of those things that I call the attitude. So like the, like the quotation or the inspiration quote says, a bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere with, you can't go anywhere with it until you change it. You can drive your car, but it will spoil the rims of your car eventually and it will incur you more expenses because when the roads are damaged for instance here in Germany then somebody would have to be responsible for it and if it was you know investigated and found that it was you definitely your attitude is also going to cost you an arm and a leg so that is what I wanted to talk about today it has been preoccupying my mind I would be interested to know what what you think about all your experiences with bad attitude and if you've experienced it personally, you've come across somebody with it, and uh, so that we can just, you know, share and uh, see what we can get out of it. So for now, I'd like to encourage you to go to my Instagram and to follow me on Instagram. My Instagram uh, details, I'm going to leave them down there or subscribe to my newsletters. Facebook, let us connect on our Facebook page and on Twitter. Have a lovely day today and this and we'll talk to the next time. Thank you.